You're tuning to Salesforce Web Podcast, Episode Six. <clears throat> episode Six. Hi there! If you're listening from my website, you might want to subscribe by the RSS feed on the homepage. And now our show can also be found in the iTunes. So if you use iTunes to listen, consider to smack that subscribe button so you won't miss any episode. And feel free to write me emails to salesforceway@hotmail.com. I'd love to know you and hear from you, my listeners. With all this out of the way, let's get into the show for today. In this episode, Sarah Morganettos from Salesforce joins us to talk about the famous Trailhead platform. Also, we have touched the topics of Lightning component development and professional career planning. I have learned a lot from Sarah during this joyful discussion. Hopefully, it can also give you some tips as well. This is Shi Xiao. This is another episode of Salesforce Way podcast. Today, actually, we are breaking our record in the show. We have our first guest from Salesforce Corporation. So her name is Sarah Morgan Nettles. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm very honored to be here. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. So, would you like to first introduce yourself a bit? Sure.、Um, well,、uh, my name is Sarah Ganettles, and I am、uh, currently at Salesforce as a lead technical curriculum、um, engineer. And I just started there back in、uh, November. And actually, my first week was the week of Dreamforce. It was amazing. <laughs> Talk about an, a crazy first week of, of work, but that was my first week. And so I've been there a little over six months now.、Um, but I've been kind of in the whole. Salesforce development world for quite some time since about 2011.、Mm -hmm. um, as a consultant, first I was an independent consultant for a long, long time,、um, and then I've worked with other consulting companies.、Um, and prior to that, I was independent working with Microsoft Technologies. So I've kind of been、um, doing development for quite a, a long time,、um, and also doing authoring on the side. Things like that because I, I enjoy communicating about development and and kind of communicating how to simplify it in a way that's easily understood by other people. It's just kind of a passion of mine for some reason. It's something I've always enjoyed doing.、Mm -hmm. It's really great to hear. I mean, for me as well, when I'm learning, I'm really eager to get the feedback and communicate with people to see、mm -hmm. their challenges. Yeah. Yes. 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 I learn. I learn a lot. By teaching other people, I actually learn.、Um, it's it's really a good way. If you want to learn a subject,、uh, if you try to teach it to someone, that is the best way to really immerse yourself and learn that subject well. Cool.、Um, I understand, Sarah, that you are part of the Trailhead team in Salesforce Corporation, right? Yes, I am. Yep. And I 
join there. Like I said, in November, I actually work um, on the challenges and development of those. So when you go into Trailhead and you take a particular challenge um, and and you not necessarily the multiple choice questions, but like if you're asked to do something where you're going to create uh, an object or a report or a, a, a class or whatever. And then it goes, and then you click the little step that says verify that what you've done. Well, there's some code that gets executed in on the platform uh, that checks to make sure that you actually did create that object or that report or, or that class. And then it will, of course, tell you whether or not you completed and you get woohoo and all the confetti and all the fun stuff and you get your points and you get to go down to the next thing. And well, all of that is it has to happen through code. So we actually have to uh, I'm part of the team that creates that code um, and that framework for checking all of those challenges. OK, OK. So before we jump into the details, could you mm -hmm. briefly introduce what Trailhead is, even though I think most of our listeners sure. already know that. Sure. Well, it's it's definitely the uh, we like to say the fun way to learn Salesforce. Um, uh, but it's it's the fun way actually to learn about a whole bunch of things because we it's not just about Salesforce anymore. It's kind of expanded and grown, and now it we have the the content is just amazing what we we have. Um, when it first got started in in 2014. It started off with just like 11 badges, and three trails. It was just this kind of, kind of you know, hey, we're going to show, we're going to put something out there and see what y'all think. And everybody just loved it. They just thought it was great and awesome. And so the feedback just kept rolling back. Well, yeah, we want more of this, more of this. And so more got added and it started expanding and then more people got involved. And the, the team involved with it has just expanded incredibly. And um, I didn't even know all this until I really joined. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of saw it from um, from a customer standpoint for a long time. You know, I was just saw it uh, and saw, oh my God, this is so amazing. It's so much better. Because when I started in 2011, learning about Salesforce, they didn't have the trailhead. All they had was, you know, the workbooks, which I have to say were not very, uh, they're just difficult to read through. They're, you know, very standard kind of documentation. <laughs> you know? This is a hundred page PDF yeah. documentation. Okay. Yeah. Very tedious, you know, typical types of documentation, um, which are very, you know, it's tried and true kind of education, but it's not very interesting and it's hard to get through. And so Trailhead tried to kind of uh, present it in a way that was very different. It uh, kind of uh, encapsulated into more bite-sized um, uh, pieces of information uh, that was in written in a very conversational style. So it was very approachable, easy to learn, um, you know, incorporated graphics, video, different elements to kind of make the learning a lot more engaging. And of course, the gamification with the challenge checks and actually, you know, did you learn what you what you just read, you know, and, and and by doing that, it kind of really wakes you up and kind of gets you more involved in what you're doing. And um, it's it's a recipe that has really caught on and people have realized, hey, this is working. This is really something that is is kind of magical. And then there's this community now that has grown up around it of all these people that they are called trailblazers and they are supporting each other and it's kind of amazing to be involved with it. Um, and now that I've joined 
Salesforce itself and seeing how it's grown. It's just, it's really inspiring, I have to say. Mm -hmm. um, it, it inspired me and it, it makes my job actually really fun and <laughs> which is, is quite, quite enjoyable. I actually love my job. So I'm one of the few people, I guess, that can say that. <laughs> yeah, it must be. I, I can hear that from your voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fair to say that the Trailhead definitely is one of the most successful, let's say, product in Salesforce ecosystem. So everybody yeah. really know what Trailhead is. Everybody has used it. So yeah, yeah, it's really taken off, and um, I I see it growing even more. I mean, they have so many big plans for it. Um, you know, they're starting this thing with uh, my Trailhead now, where you can um. Uh, it's 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 in pilot now, but eventually you can you know bring it into your own company, and so you can have learning going on and uh, it, all sorts of different use cases for that. You could have it for onboarding, you know, uh, just skilling up your staff. I mean, there's just all sorts of potential for it. And then they've got the, the Salesforce University. Uh, they're they're going out and actually. Uh, working with the universities to try to incorporate it. There's still, of course, the Salesforce um, instructor-led classes that they do uh, that are incorporated with it because um, they kind of merged in with all of it. And um, so it's 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 a broad offering, um, but just the trailhead itself is just really, really fun to work with. And the team, the people I work with are amazing. They're so smart and fun and, and nice and <laughs> And they're really passionate about what they do. And that's that's nice to be around. It's a good energy. Okay. Yeah, we will definitely go into a bit more details from your point of view as like a part of the team. So definitely you might have something we don't know from the outsider point of view. If we step back a little bit, you mentioned already the MyTrail hat, right? I think mm -hmm. that news has been announced for one or two years so far. But is it already let's say, pushed to the customers, we are able to already use the MyTrailhead features? Yeah, no, it's still in pilot right now. Um, it's supposed to go live like the second half of this year. Um, but yes, as of now, it's still in pilot phase. They've uh, rolled it out to a few key companies and that they're using it um, and really learning how to, um, you know, in create their own content and and how to do it and the best way to do it. But so, and they're working through a lot of the um, issues with that, but um, it it's coming along and I think it's going to be really big. Um, mm. So I expect to see a lot about that at the Dreamforce uh, later this year. Okay. Because I have several customers who are really waiting for this feature yeah. to come. So Well, there's a trailhead, there's a my trailhead trail mix out there. Um, and it's all about getting ready for it. Have you seen that? Yes, even like uh, how okay. to write the articles. So what's the, the way of writing articles? Make it fun, make it trailhead way. Yeah, even that. right. Yeah. You've right. seen those. Okay, yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there are only those limited uh, information in the internet. Yeah. So we have played them multiple times. Yeah. We're really waiting for the, the big things to come. It's coming. It is coming. It is. There is a lot of people working really hard to get back okay. to you. I can promise you that. Okay. They, and if they could make, wave a magic wand and have it all appear right now, they would do it because they really want it to get out immediately. But it's just kind of like it's software and it takes a while and you got to test it. And you got to make sure it's right and you got to get it out the right way. And, you know, so it just is. Unfortunately, it takes time to to grow it. I, I think. You know, everybody was probably surprised at how 
how well it was received. You know, um, it started out almost like an experiment, like, let's just throw something out there and see what people think. You know, (laughs) it was like, everybody loved it. And it just kind of exploded, really. And it's just the um, intensity has just really grown and the demand has grown so much. So I think, you know, right now they're, they're just trying to scale up, scale it up to the level uh, to meet that demand, um, but also adding new features constantly. And then we're adding new content constantly. So it's, um, and then having to make sure that the existing content is still good, you know, so there's a lot to it. It's, it's, it's a big thing. Okay, cool. Sarah, so I want to also talk a bit about more information about the Trailhead team because, you know, such a phenomenal product. I really want to know who are really working in the team, uh, how the team is like uh, comprised of. So could you share some bit more information on that? Sure. Well, it started out really small. It started out with just like a, a very small handful of people, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Duarte and uh, Jeff Douglas, who is, who is actually my boss, and um, and Sandeep Banat. And they were the kind of the, got in there and, and, and laid back the groundworks and created some of the first badges and first modules that were done that had that style um, that everybody just really latched onto. And then now it's grown to where we have an editorial group um, that I am part of. I'm part of that group. And we um, are in, there's editors that are involved, several editors. Um, we actually have writers all throughout the company um, that are brought in that we work with. And it's kind of become a lot more automated now because of the fact that it's had to scale up. And so a lot more people have become involved. Um, Then you have testers, um, you have a whole UA group that's involved in making sure you have uh, the people that are involved in actually creating the application, the Heroku app that, that actually delivers the trailhead to you. And, um, and that's always changing. You know, you're getting new search functionality that's being delivered. You're getting all that. Um, uh, the the way that you can uh, merge your badges, all the different features that are available um, through that. Mm. Even, um, I don't know if you've noticed uh, in the last couple of releases, the styling has changed a bit. Um, the design, you know, the little confetti that comes across now when you get the woohoo, those little touches that um, they keep adding with every new release. That's all part of the software development. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's a group that's doing uh, the university. So there's, it's kind of uh, broken up into a lot, a few different teams that all comprise Trailhead, but I'm part of myself, um, part of the editorial team, and we're kind of the core team. And um, the particular group that I'm with is the what we call the hands-on challenge developers. And so we we are there's three of us actually, um, led by Jeff Douglas um, and a, another colleague of mine, Nasar Khan, and we uh, create the challenges using uh, Ruby code and um, various uh, framework that has been developed specifically for Trailhead. Uh, And so we do checks, you know, uh, by running anonymous Apex code, by running SQL queries, whatever needs to happen uh, against either the the REST API or the tooling API in order to check whether or not you have actually done those things that you're supposed to do in the Trailhead. Right. I think this... um this validation in Trailhead, that's uh-huh. definitely one of the core features 
that really tricks yes. people in, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So especially for 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 developers when we have done some code, create some objects, fields, then we yeah. want to see whether it's right or wrong, right? And it's tricky, you know. We've we've found um, we've, we've we're always listening to the feedback that people. Um, send back because you know you can go in in trailhead and you can submit feedback and we're very very interested in the feedback um and there's people that monitoring it not only from the feedback app but like uh, if people respond through twitter or whatever um various different methods and we're really interested in that people are getting a good experience and and people are just writing back about everything. I mean, they they write back about the stuff that are good, but they also write back about the things that they don't like about it or that were uh, challenging or that didn't make sense. And so we're constantly learning and evolving. And, and, and there's a lot of work that goes into keeping it, um, the content uh, making sense and that those challenges are relevant, you know, and that they're really testing uh, what you need to, to test in the right way. Okay. So, Sarah, do you mean you also write the articles for those trailheads? Well, I have. And actually, that's how I first came to work with the group at Trailhead. That's how they first came to know about me. I wrote um, as a contractor. Okay. Um, wrote one of the first uh, a module about uh, working with Salesforce and .NET. Because oh. if you recall from the very beginning, I told you I was a Microsoft developer originally. So I had that .NET experience, um, and I had uh, some people, some MVPs within Salesforce had, you know, recognized me because I was writing on a blog and doing various things, and they knew that I had this experience. And so uh, I was contacted actually by Jeff Douglas, and I was independent at the time, and he said, "Do you want to write um, a module about .NET and and Salesforce?" And I was like. For Trailhead, and Trailhead had just kind of started. This was in 2015, and I said, "Oh, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, I'd like to do that." And I did, and it was it was a lot of fun, and they really liked my writing. And so they were always kind of like, "Hey, if you ever need a job, you know." <laughs> and at the time, I didn't really necessarily want to do writing all the time, but um, it turned out they came open with a job that was uh, more of an engineering type of position, where it was more development and not writing per se all the time. And so I was like, hey, that, that sounds like me. And so it, it just all the stars aligned and it worked out. And it was, it was fate, I think. But um, I was able to join the team, um, like I said, uh, late last year. And now I'm, I get to work on a, a lot of different things. But, but I still do some writing. I'm actually working on uh, writing right now, um, okay. writing a module about JavaScript um, and modern JavaScript in particular and uh kind of es6 uh, syntax really yes oh yes and all the different things you need to know about that that are really important the context that kind of gets overlooked hmm. um i'm writing all about that and what are the and it's really fun i enjoy it so one thing about sales and they have been so wonderful trailhead team about kind of letting me find my own niche and 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 allowing me a lot of flexibility in what I do. And so um, I've had a lot of different opportunities already just in the short time I've been there, been here to do all sorts of different things. Um, mm. And it's, it's really fun. I'm just very empowered by it all. So. Wow, cool. Yeah. I mean, from what you just said, you, you are uh -huh. like a writer. And uh, yes. I, I know you also from the plural side video courses yeah. you made. 
So yeah. a bunch of them about lining components, right? How to do the lining component yeah. development in Salesforce. Yeah. And you also have yeah. your job, you have your family, right? I, I understand. Yes. There's yes. a lot so of hard are, work on, they are, you know, underneath. They are you a didn't, big job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm lucky I get to work from home. That's one of the things that's that's very nice. I live um, in actually in uh, Louisiana is where I'm, I'm based. I'm not in um, California where Salesforce is, but uh, I'm in Louisiana in a small town, rural community called St. Francisville. And uh, I get to work from my home, which is nice. So I don't have like a long commute. Mm-hmm. that I have to deal with like some people do and that actually saves me a lot of time <laughs> I think okay well actually the remote work um, for many people is kind of a dream work they they really yeah. wish they could work from home but there are I understand there are challenges as well you have to have a self-control spirit right otherwise you do you do you have to be very self-disciplined luckily I am um, that's always been a thing uh, that was never a problem for me. So um, I'm 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 actually probably too self-disciplined at times. I mean, I have to like my challenge is is breaking away from it, like mm. keeping that balance. You know, like not being too much of doing it, like walking away. Like I have these woods in the my backyard, and I have to kind of force myself to take breaks and say, okay it's time for a break, walk away, you know, go get some perspective out in the yard, pet the bunny, whatever, pet the dog, play with the dog, whatever, you know, get out in nature, kind of clear your head. And that helps, you know, give you uh, that balance, I think. Okay. Um, Sarah, you mentioned the JavaScript ES6, right? The module, yes. upcoming module. Mm-hmm. So I yes. think that is one of the reasons we study JavaScript is the lining component. For developers. Yeah, yes, right. Well, yeah, and and there really is um, lightning uh, is is wonderful, and I've I've loved working with it, and um, the base lightning components that have come out have just made it so much nicer to work with. Um, especially some of the latest ones that have come out in summer eighteen. I was really excited to see uh, the stuff that's come out with the record form mm-hmm. uh, base lightning component, and then uh, the data table one has gotten a lot of nice enhancements too. Um, but those components are really coming along well. Um, and the JavaScript is still kind of uh, back with that older syntax um, because of some of the limitations with Locker Service and such. But I think that um, you know there's a lot more potential. Um, a lot more is coming, um, and it's I'm just very excited to see it all. Okay. How did you get involved in with the lining component originally? And especially you have written several articles from the internet yeah, and also right. your video courses. Well, I had actually, um, I had done some, uh, originally done some uh, book writing a long time ago when I was doing .NET development, you know, because that was when everybody did book development. Um, <laughs> and, and now uh, that kind of fell apart, uh, I guess, around the, 2009 time frame and and people started really moving more towards online um, options for things and I kind of explored that and kind of took a break from from writing for a while about that period and um and I, I kind of investigated all the different online learning platforms that they had and uh, 
there was a bunch of them. Pluralsight, of course, was one of them that I was looking at. But I had investigated and found out, well, Pluralsight, they wanted you as an author, you have to do your own editing. Mm-hmm. And I was a little scared of that. I was like, oh, my gosh, that, that seems like a really hard thing to do because <laughs> I didn't know anything about editing video. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I really want to get into that. So instead of doing that, I ended up uh, doing a couple of uh, videos, but I still wanted to do the videos. So I ended up doing them for a company called lynda.com, which actually merged into um, LinkedIn Learning afterwards. Okay. But uh, they were a little different in that you would create the course for them. And so I created a couple of courses about Visual Force because I, I did want to do that but I didn't want to do all the editing, but they would actually fly you out to California, California, which is where they were located. Um, and you would, they put you into a recording booth for about a week with a actual production assistant on the other side of the recording booth. And then you would record your video, your course in that week time frame, And then they would go off then and edit it and make it all beautiful and, you know, polished up. And, okay. and, and so you didn't have to do that. You just had to write the script and then show up and do the recording. And then they took care of the rest. And so I did those for the first two. And then I realized, you know, it's really not that hard and maybe I could do it. And so then <laughs> I contacted Pluralsight and I was like, well, you know, maybe I do want to do some authoring for you guys. And I, I do want to get into the editing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, great. Well, we want you to do stuff about lightning, not visual force. And I was like, well, God, I don't know anything about lightning. Well, I'm going to have to learn. So <laughs> that's what I did. Oh. And I, I learned and I, I spent about uh, two or three months just totally immersing myself in it um, to the point that probably nobody else would have possibly done that. I mean, I just broke it. I just went in there and tried to mess with it in every way possible. And that's how you learn. And that's how I figured it out. A lot of stuff was just by getting in there and, and simple, ex, you know, trying something and it either works or it doesn't, you know. And um, so I, I did that. And, and it also, that's how I learned how to do the editing as well as is trial, a trial and error, unfortunately. And um, but got better at it as it went along. And so I ended up doing three courses for them uh, about lightning development and I I think they turned out pretty well I'm pretty happy with them and then now I'm I'm kind of gone on and and I'm doing this this whole adventure with trailhead so it's it's really exciting I'm I'm, I'm just having the time of my life honestly <laughs> yeah I, I kind of really admire you you have done so many different type of things in your professional you know career you, you have even done the video courses I've never thought of yep. doing that you know yeah, it's full. I like I like different. You know, I like I like to be challenged. I'm one of those people that doesn't want um, the status quo. I don't I don't want to. You know, as soon as I get really good at something, I'm looking for the next thing. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I've always I love learning. I love um, expanding and challenging myself. And so Trailhead is really the perfect fit for me because that's what they're all about. You know. Um, is kind of growing yourself and pushing yourself. And um, mm. and so it works for me, um, especially Salesforce, because they're, they're constantly growing and developing. And, um, and the platform itself just has grown amazingly since I first got involved with it back in 2011. You hardly even recognize it. 
from where it was, you know, originally to where it's gone now and how much uh, features have been added and how many clouds have been added. It's just amazing. Um, yeah, it grows really, much. really rapidly. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But that brings a lot of opportunities, you know, a lot, a lot of things to learn about. So it's all very exciting. So, Sora, you mentioned the new feature or new component, Lightning components from the um, Summer 18 feature. Yes. And yes. Uh, you said you're really excited about those new components, right? Yeah, the record form one, um, I wrote a blog post about it this weekend, I think is, is one of the best because uh, it combines uh, before, prior to, when, when, when Lightning first came out, uh, it was very tedious because you had to do all the CSS yourself um, with the, the, you know, they didn't even have all the SLDS styling. Um, and then that all kind of came along and that eased it a bit. But there was still a lot of HTML that had to be written, a lot of markup, you know, and yeah, and, and it was tedious. It was a lot of tedious writing and it was just kind of uh, cutting and pasting and repeating a lot of the same things and then finding out, you know, what was the right CSS to use to get it to look just the way you wanted it. And um, it was time consuming, you know, um, and that wasn't, it wasn't a good experience for the developer, I think. Um, and so I think Salesforce got a lot of feedback from people, from developers going, Hey, this is too hard. You know, <laughs> this is, it's just not the way it should be. You know, we're used to visual Forest, We're used to using these nice little tags. And then now all of a sudden you've like thrown us back into the stone ages, you know, we need something. And so that's kind of when the whole idea of the base lightning components came about where you, you have um, these components that, kind of have all that styling and uh, the validation and all the different stuff built in with them. So you don't have to put in all that markup. You can just literally have a page. So so in the, the blog post that I did this weekend was really nice because I took an example of a demo that they um, somebody in Salesforce had done to demonstrate actually Salesforce DX um, with Lightning. And what they did was they created a quick contact uh, page mm -hmm. um, component, but to do that, they actually had to create three different components. And the first one, what had the record edit form component, base lightning component, and the second one was the record view. So that was the read-only version. And then they had a third component that kind of toggled between those using or if statements. Well, the record form component which is the one that was just introduced in summer 18, essentially I can take, I can reduce all of that to a single component. And I did that in the blog post. And so you, you're taking a situation where you had originally had to create uh, three components and all this code, and now you can do it with a single component, um, you know, just a fraction of the amount of code. And it's a lot more efficient uh, a lot quicker. I mean, it's just really going to help speed um, the development of these projects, I think. And it's just amazing that all of that can be done. So they, they've really come a long way with, with, with that, with those base lightning components, I think. I remember uh, when I was watching two of your lightning component courses, uh, one after mm -hmm. another in the series, that the, the second one at the beginning, you spent some time to clean the code. You said uh, it has been improved since the last video. Yeah. 
and uh, let's clean the code. So you delete a lot of unnecessary stuff and use the, the new features over there. Yes, that was probably the second course on customizing. Yeah, and that was using this, the the light base lightning components because that was when they first came out. Um, and they really did change it because in the first course, they, the base lightning components weren't there. Um, I didn't have those. It was all just markup. It was just the um, the, the UI component components that they had but you had the developer themselves had to write so much of the css so much of the javascript that um it was like i said it was tedious and it was just it was too much work being put on the developer um that was making their it harder to get these components built and and the whole point of it was to be you know everything's lightning fast and we can you know develop these components really great and and it just wasn't happening so the base lightning components really helped to make that happen um, by lowering that threshold um, and making it much easier and uh, by encapsulating all of that into these little components that all you had to do was just mark certain attributes. And, um, and once you knew what attributes to use, it was very easy um, and you could just cut and copy. And, and now they have uh, other, also in summer 18, they had, um, they released a new component library that you can access uh, and it has kind of like a, a little fiddler in it it's where you can play with the code and actually see how it works um, with all those base lightning components. And you can also play with your own components as well because it, you actually have to log into your org to use it. Um, and it's that's really nice. And uh, it, it, it adds a lot in terms of uh, the ability for the developer to, you know, just cut and copy uh, code directly into their component and then just build out their components very quickly. Hmm. Cool. Really nice to hear all these improvements. Yes. Um, Sarah, before letting you go, I still want uh -huh. to talk a bit about your professional career, the path sure. so far. So, because um, to me, when I read the About Sarah page in your blog yeah. or your personal website, <laughs> There are a lot of things over there ongoing, yeah, right? You have done yeah. like tremendous number of different things. So how have you, you know, improved and developed this kind of concept? I call it like a personal branding inbound marketing. I mean, what things you can help the listeners to, you know, to improve in their professional career? And especially you have been like self-employed, right? You have yes, like your yes, own I company, have, yeah. you do all this stuff. And then now you jump back to Salesforce and you were yeah. asked to join in Salesforce. So it's a totally yes. different thing, as I understand, from like you grow, you apply the job from, yeah. you know, in, not, not just financially, but from all different angles. It's just totally different. It was very different and it was really, um, it was, it was quite a, I had to think about it. You know, I was like, do I really want to do this? Because, um, I had kind of, when I became self-employed, <laughs> actually it was a big thing because I had been in the corporate world for a long time and I didn't like it really very much. And so when I became self-employed, it was from the standpoint of, I wanted to, uh, get away from all that because I had been in large corporations and really felt stifled by that whole thing and didn't want to go back to that. And I wanted to have control. So that's kind of why I became self-employed. And I actually wrote a book about it. It didn't do very well, but it was a, a kind of a self-published book in 2009 about how I escaped 
corporate America to live the self-employed life of my dreams. And so you're right. It's kind of funny that I did end up going back into the corporate America world. But it was a little different because, you know, going into Salesforce has kind of almost felt like an extension of my self-employment world, even though technically I'm not. Mm -hmm. Um because that company is so different and they are so about empowering you and they really are a very different company in the way that they operate. And even though they're large, it still feels like with my core editorial team that I'm in a small company with this little team here. And um, that's how it feels to me. It's very intimate. You know, I like the people that I work with. Um, and I still have that feeling um, of when I've worked with smaller groups like that um, by working with them. And so it's working for me. It really is. But I was I was cautious. I really was. Um, and I wasn't sure whether or not that was the move for me. But I've also been the type of person that believes that the world, if you follow your instincts, and you kind of watch the world unfold. It will unfold in a way, and you keep a positive mindset the whole time, that things will just naturally progress as they are supposed to. And you will just kind of see the path evolve in front of you. And you can just follow the trails and the breadcrumbs as they align for you. And it shouldn't be difficult. You know, it should be natural and organic. And for me, it has been. And so I've kind of feel like I'm following this journey, this path, and it's just kind of being laid out for me. And I just am just following the trails as they naturally kind of occur to me. And I really didn't see myself going to work for Salesforce originally when I first started working with um, the, the platform. I, I wouldn't have imagined that you know, in, back in 2011 that I would ever be working for Salesforce today. I couldn't have imagined that back then. But yet, that's where I ended up. So it's, it's really funny that um, life kind of brings you to where you are sometimes. And, and I think the key is to keep that open perspective and to realize that, um, and that's why my, my tagline is that I have no limits because I, I don't believe that we should limit ourselves to anything. I don't think we should say, okay, well, I'm only going to do this, or I'm only going to do that, or I'm only going to work with this technology, or I'm only going <laughs> to learn about this, you know, because that's when you really mess yourself up, I think, is when you start creating those limits. And, and the limits we have are usually the limits that we create for ourselves. You know, um, they're not limits imposed by society. They're, they're limits in our own head in a lot of cases. Cool. Thank you, Sarah, for sharing all this. I, I really enjoy what you just said, and it's the same thing applies to me. I'm hosting this podcast, mm -hmm. and I joined Salesforce for more than three months so far, so I don't know much. Many of yeah. uh, you know, those clouds for me are blank in my knowledge base. Ah, well, just keep with it. Um, Trailhead's certainly a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and one thing, yeah. Yeah, it, you can learn a lot. And one thing I've, I I want to add about that is with Trailhead is I think people get this idea that, you know, once you complete a trail, uh, that's it, you know, or once you complete a module, but you you can always go back and retake it. You can always go back and because and, the quality of the content there is so good. And I do that. I will go back and like reference things and retake challenges and refresh your knowledge. And that's the best way of really solidifying what you've learned. So even though 
a lot of it doesn't get too deep. The resources there are really excellent. And if you go back and kind of retake some things and, and kind of create that repetition, it's just amazing how, how much you will grow. I think, I mean, I just feel like it's just the best platform and the fact that it's available to everybody. I feel like it's, it's really democratizing, you know, uh, learning for, for so many people and it's lowering the barriers, um, for so many people that they wouldn't have those opportunities. And I think it's just exciting that I get to be part of that. So very, very fun. Okay, so thanks, Sarah. I think we can close the session now and uh, really enjoy talking with you. Thank you very much. No, I was curious about you. And how did you end up in Finland? You still haven't told me that story. Yeah, well, I'm 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 a Chinese. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, I, right. I, of course, I can share it to you. I'm a Chinese, but um, um, I mean, after I graduated from my bachelor in, in university, then I just seeking for like directions where to go. But I don't at the mm-hmm. moment. I don't want to stay in China. Um, I want to just open my eye, eye views and apply to different countries. And I have a friend. Yeah. He was was living in Finland by the time, so he gave me more information. I didn't even know by the time Nokia, the phone company, was from Finland. So I, I have no idea about Finland at all. Then, ah, so see, you're just following the trails. You're following the breadcrumbs, and they're going to lead you somewhere. And it sounds like you're going somewhere. And you you definitely strike me as somebody who um who has an open mindset. And I think that's important. Yeah, it um, is. And, and you're willing to see things, you know, outside of the scope of, of what everybody else sees. And that's good. That's a blessing. It's a gift. You, you should feel lucky about that. Thank, thank you. How, how about you? you? You didn't grow up from Louisiana State. No, well, I did. Actually, I grew up here in Louisiana. Really? I was born in. Yes, I did. I was born in New York. Yeah, but no, I grew up Pat, here. You don't have the accents because I heard people are saying that the uh, you know the accent, the local accent, is hard to understand. But you don't. Oh, have- it is. It is, and I don't know. Um, I guess because my parents probably. Okay. Um, although some people say I do have a little bit of a southern accent, it's just not heavy like some people have. Um, but I, you're right. No, but I am actually from here. Um, and it's, it's a lovely place. It's, um, it's very green, very beautiful. (laughs) And, and my family is here. So, but I believe, you know, that's one of those, you have no limits. You know, uh, we, we live in a world now today where you can be involved at any level of technology, no matter where you are on the planet. And that's awesome.